welcome to episode 66 of the AG Podcast. Today is a very, very special episode. More to come on that shortly. Joining me on today's episode is Jaminator. Good evening, pal. Hey, buddy. How are you doing? You all right? Yeah, not too bad. How are you? Making the most Good. of the weather? Uh, well, yeah, when well, I'm not at work, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, true that. Um, also joining us on today's episode is Riverman. Good evening, River. Evening, Ash. Evening, Jam. How are we doing? Yeah. Good, good to have you on again, as always. Um, and joining, and also joining us on today's episode is Joe. Good evening, Joe. Evening, Ash. Evening, Jam. I'm not saying a lot of Phil because he didn't say a lot of me. Well, I couldn't. <laughs> you hadn't been introduced. I didn't <laughs> want to give you away, did I? Fuck <laughs> <Of> you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good to have you on. Uh, right, today's episode uh, is, as I said, a very, very special episode. We are celebrating our third birthday the podcast is three years old uh it is three years since the first episode uh which was in the middle of june 2018 uh so to start off the podcast we're going to be having a little look at some stats um of the last three years uh we're then going to go over to fifa and the premiership uh, obviously we are at a point now in the season where i think we're waiting on one game across the three divisions um so we're going to go to the Prem. We're then going to hear from Joe uh, about the F1. Uh, we're then going to talk about the Championship. We're then going to hear about Bertie. Uh, hear about Bertie. We're going to hear from Bertie on the Golf Tour. Uh, we're then going to talk uh, about League One. We're then going to look back uh, to the first ever episode of the podcast and talk a little bit about uh, the differences between uh, then and now and some bits that came up. And then to round off the podcast, we're going to talk... Uh, well, Joe's going to reveal the Euro teams for the uh, upcoming Euros tournament. So, um, Jam, it's our third birthday. Um, you know, it's uh, three years in the works. Um, it, it, it's been good, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Right. It's said its highs and lows. I think um, you know we're uh, when you when you look at the, the the journey, I guess that we've come on, and we were talking a little bit about it before we before we came on with with River just there. I think. Um, everything just seems to move a lot more smooth now i think when we listen back to the first episode my uh, my toes are certainly curling in some bits it was a bit, <laughs> bit cringy um very much me you and, and joby obviously at the time sort of tripping over each other and you know it was all new to new to all of us and like you say it was <clears throat> you know you alluded to it there in terms of um we'll maybe talk about it in the stats but Obviously now we we just all dial into a Skype call and, and use that software, um, which I believe was a, a suggestion from Jay Lizzle yeah. back when he was yeah, uh, on the podcast. So thank you very much for that uh, to him. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean again back then we all sort of record our own individual sound file and it was up to you to sort of lay them over the top of each other and I mean what a what an absolute palaver. Yeah, um, I mean that's it. Um... I mean, yeah, obviously the first set of hosts uh, were myself, uh, Jam and Joe B. Uh, this was on the 17th of June, 2018. Um, and... I mean, would it would have been just in the throw, wouldn't we, of the uh, the waistcoat summer yeah. with Gareth Southgate, wouldn't we? Thinking about that. See, that's, that seems longer ago, like the podcast does start in, than, than that 2018 World Cup, which is bizarre, isn't it? Yeah. It really is. Yeah. That doesn't feel like too long ago. But the no. podcast feels like it was going forever. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's it. Um, some stats. I mean, some, I've, I've managed to accrue some really interesting ones. So, uh, across 65 episodes, obviously today is episode 66, uh, we have been listened to in over 50 countries, including the US, South America, and across Europe. So, this is uh, over 50 countries that have uh, listened at least to uh, one of the episodes. Um, and 
this is just on SoundCloud, so uh, on Spotify and iTunes that might be uh, it might be a bit more. Um, if you listened to every podcast in a row, uh, it would take you over two and a half days. Um, so if you add it in your playlist, it would take you over two and a half days to listen to every single one. Um, we have had 35 different guests come on across all episodes of the podcast uh some of which uh you know river and joe who have been on multiple times um you know thank you to everyone i'm not i mean we say this all the time but thank you to everyone who does come on um because you know uh, early on in our days we started the podcast with just three of us and we didn't have guests um and it was uh, perhaps Better. you know uh, <laughs> yeah. um, it, it adds another dimension, um, you know, with the sort of different guest views and uh, having the variety of people on. So, you know, if you, thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on because you, you know, ultimately are a big, big part of the podcast. Uh, and without the guests, it would uh, it'd be boring listening to me and Jam every week. Um, and then, obviously, when we first did the podcast, we started on Mixler, and it was the only platform that we uh, that we released on. And now we release on SoundCloud, Spotify, and iTunes, making it very, very accessible for everyone. Um, River, I don't know if you want to add anything into um, anything into that or anything there that sort of stands out. I mean, I know you said you were quite surprised um, about the uh, 50 countries. Um, before, uh, yeah. before we came on yeah that, that that amazes me that there's been people listening to a, a podcast about a gaming website that i mean yeah you're gonna have some different ones because you've got like sofa in austria and uh jay lizzle when he was around and so on but uh, you mentioned azerbaijan before who the hell's listened to the podcast <laughs> in azerbaijan it's um <laughs> pretty incredible that but um yeah the it's person a, it's a azerbaijan good... was probably the person who has that house that Harry keeps crashing at the one they have one. <laughs> <laughs> See if they can get access to Harry somehow. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's been good. Um, I mean, roll on the next uh, the next 66, uh, 65 episodes, and we'll, we'll see if that uh, country count goes up further. Um, yeah. So some interesting uh, some interesting bits there um, from three years of of the pod. Right. Let's move on and let's go to the Premiership. Uh, obviously, the winner, Jaxi, won by nine points in the end, uh, finishing uh, to second place Stevie, uh, you know, and, uh, nine points clear of Stevie, who finished six points clear of Berger. Um, Berger lost twice to me um, in the, uh, in, in, near <laughs> the end. That in there. So, uh, well, it, it was a big factor in the end. If he'd beaten me mm. twice, he might have finished second. But, you know... It helped me stay in the division and it made sure Berger didn't finish second. Um, so, of course, it's going to get a mention. Um, Soggy and River uh, going down um, automatically. I don't think there was any surprises there, really. Um, well, definitely for Soggy. I'll be careful what I say with River, being honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll come, we'll, we'll come to you in a minute, River. Um, and then, obviously, uh, over the weekend, um, Aaron and Plunkett. Uh, played in the playoff and it will be Plunkett that stays in the top division next season Aaron went down uh, after losing on golden goal uh, on, is it golden goal? extra time wasn't yeah. it? yeah, yeah golden goal. Um, <laughs> so Aaron will be going down into the championship so uh, River I'm going to start with you obviously it is a commiserations um, and it is another season back in the championship what's gone wrong for you this season? can't defend um, and just 
well, uh, I'm a bit out of my depth. I think everyone knows that. Um, not being able to defend. Look at that, how many goals I conceded. It was something like 114. 114. Like that. Yeah. How, how on earth are you going to stay up when you can you concede that many goals? I'm just, it, Premier Division is a very, very tough division. And it was just a season, season too far, really. Yeah, I mean, obviously, just sort of looking at your record, you know, 24 games, have only won five. Uh, drawn three and lost 16. I mean, it's a tough division, um, but I mean, you've hit the nail on the head there. I've got a bee in the room, so it's making a lot of noise. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, you've hit it there, conceding 114 goals, um, only, only scoring 66. I mean, with those figures, it, it's easy to see why. You say so, only scoring 66. I don't think that's a bad record if you look at some of the people around me. No, it's I've absolutely not. Quite, fair, I've, yeah. I've scored quite a few goals compared to a lot of the people around me in the table. It's yeah. just I can't keep them out the other end. So that that's where the problem lies. If my defence was... If that 114 that had a quarter of that taken off, so I can only concede it sort of 80-odd, I might have stayed up. Because scoring 66 when you get relegated is actually a pretty good effort, I think. It's just can't keep them out the other end. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's it. Uh, Jam, obviously, you know, you just, uh, well, you've just finished below me um, in the league uh, this season, staying up again. Um, I mean, how would you rate your season? I, I mean, I know sort of earlier on you were sort of hoping towards sort of top five, top six. Um, and at one point it looked like you were sort of pushing towards there, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, again, I think just sort of, um, I mentioned it a few times, mentioned it on the pod a few times. I think that <clears throat> lack of lack of playing the game really has just been a massive detriment. And I think um, towards the end of the season, managed to have a run of games where I was playing, you know, people around me, uh, people who I'd consider maybe I'm a bit of a bogey player for, like Sean, for example. Um, managed to claw my way out, but uh, for me, I think that you know. <laughs> I think it was potentially when I was playing, I think sort of River, Soggy. I think I picked three points off yourself, River, uh, and then six off Soggy, six or four off Shaw. And that's, you know, so that's when I started to get a little bit of momentum then. Um, and yeah, just managed to get enough to see me through eight, eight points in the end and a, and a decent goal difference on, on the rest compared to uh, the four below me. Um, for me, I'm, I, again, I've just got to say, I think the massive. Um, props and for me manager of the season uh, or player of the season has to go to Plunkett I remember sat here um, at the on the preview pod saying that he was going to be the one him and Soggy would automatically get relegated yeah. um, and it'd be maybe River or Suited or Mark or Paul you know that would be in and amongst that relegation playoff you know Mark's done phenomenally well to be fourth you know he's he's played so well and massively probably the most improved player in my opinion yeah. um this season but for me Plunkett is by you know to not get relegated uh, when everybody i mean everybody on the podcast wrote him off absolutely everybody um and it, i even i did and then i played him and he beat, beat me 6-1 <laughs> in the first game you know um so fair play to Plunkett he he absolutely deserves me the all the credit this season yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, as you said, you know, a lot of people had him to go down and sort of uh, early on in the season, it, it looked like he may well do. Uh, but to stay up, you know, it, it, when you've sort of been um, played down like that, 
it is always an achievement. Um, Joe, obviously, we'll come, uh, we'll come to the championship, but you will, uh, we'll come to the championship uh, shortly. Uh, but you will be joining us in the Prem uh, next season. Uh, mm-hmm. l- looking at that division, can you be shocked with who's gone down? Um, and, well, not just necessarily with who's gone down, but I mean, in general. He can't wait. He can't wait for this. I was going to say, don't ask. <laughs> yeah, he can't wait. Aaron, Aaron Dan Riverman, he can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Why did he agree to come on the podcast? Ash, Ash, I've got to tell you, from a personal point of view, I am absolutely fucking made up for the Aaron and Riverman have gone down. <laughs> Two big rivals of mine. The fact that they've gone down and I've gone up, honestly, it feels like the universe is recalibrating itself. Everyone's back to where they should be. And it's it's, it's a beautiful thing. Um, on your question, no, I don't think so. I mean, Phil was always going to struggle. He, he had that season where he... Uh, it's still playing the game, and that's that's a bad thing for anybody, really. You're never going to steal if, you, um, if you're not playing the game enough. I was really impressed with Plunkett last season. Like I said, you, I think I was on a podcast at the end of last season, and I said at the time, he was really good in that playoff game against me. Everyone thought I bottled it or just wasn't good enough, but he genuinely outplayed me. He was really good, so I'm not shocked he stayed up. I think next season is going to be really interesting. It's such a good division. Um, yeah, I mean... I, I don't know if you've seen the, the in or out thread today, but obviously some breaking news is that Stevie Boy stepped down. So when you take him out of the equation, you know, Jake has won the league by 15 points. And then that midfield's really, really close. Um, there's a couple of new guys to come in as well, premiership qualities. So it's going to be really interesting next season. Yeah, I think, can I just, just say as well, I mean, <clears throat> just on a point you were saying about Plunkett and Aaron and things like that. I mean, again... Aaron only just managed to pit River to the to the relegation playoff by one point. But you look at Aaron and Ash, you're the same. But you and Aaron have the joint um, joint amount of draws in the division. So Plunkett actually lost two more games than Aaron. But Aaron's inefficiency to maybe put it in at the other end or see himself over the line, um, you know, seven draws is you know four more than uh, the two above and below him. So um, I think that's obviously ultimately been his downfall. One more win. Um, out of them draws, he would have been fine. He'd have, you know, it, well, well, no, a few more wins, sorry, because he's still been in the, um, he's yeah, still been in the relegation still, playoff. He but still he'd have, tough, wasn't he? Yeah, but you know, again, if well, if, if you if you look, you know, if he'd have turned, what if he'd have had three draws like the other guys, you know, he'd have potentially been there, wouldn't he? So, I think again, it's there's something to say for. <clears throat> If you are playing, you know, for example, a bit more reserved or you know not quite able to uh, to get it across the line, there's a again it it's just frustrating, isn't it? Again, you look at yourself, even you know seven draws, you could have gone either way. If you'd have lost some of those games, quite yeah. easily you'd have been down, and if you'd have won, you'd have been up fighting like Joe was saying in that mid pack. It's it is very tight. It's very very tight this uh, this coming season, I think. Yeah, I mean, and that's it. And we'll talk. Um, I mean, obviously we'll come to the championship shortly, and the people that have gone up. Um, I mean, I agree on the point that you've just made that next season I think is going to be the strongest the Premiership has been in a long, long time. Um, but more to, we'll come to that shortly. Right, moving on. Um, we're going to move uh, on to F1 now. So, uh, Joe, uh, take it away. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't want to do too much with being on live, obviously. Um, I think it's been two weeks since we... Uh, we last did it. Um, there's been a couple of different winners. We had Jaminator in Division 1 last week when we did Belgium, and I won last night in Italy. Um, and in Division 2, we had Andy Brill last week, and we had Plunker this week, which is very much the same <laughs> as it's been. Go with the narrative. Absolutely, yeah. Um, 
a quick look at the standings. Bunce is well clear now in Division 1. He's on 287. He's about 90 points clear of Jam, who's about another 50 points clear of Golden Breed and Soggy and Marcel. Uh, Division 2, very much the same. Billy's on 270. He's 22 points clear of Plunkett. Then a massive gap back to Sean, Big B and Bertie. Pretty much the same as it has been all season, really. Uh, I don't think there's a lot else to say, to be honest. I think just just on last night, I mean, <clears throat> yeah. we sort of have seen a few streams um, or a few clips from streams. I mean, um, I think Rhino got took out in in Division One. I think um, there was only one car behind him <laughs> in Division Two. Sorry, Division Two. <laughs> um, yeah, that's why he got took out. He was in the wrong wrong race. Um, but no, I mean, uh, he got he got took out in uh, in Division Two. I think there was only Storm behind him. Looking at the uh, the stream and. Um, when uh, apparently I don't know whether obviously will be able to report on this better because he was I imagine in the party at the time. But when uh, when he got took out, he's saying, "Well, someone's clipped me from behind," and and Storm was none the wiser, but he was the only car behind him, so not uh, not quite sure what's happened there. Um, and obviously in our race as well, you know, there was was very early drama with uh, whatever happened to Soggy, putting um, putting suited in the wall as well. Yeah, um, I, I haven't actually seen about know one to be honest. Um... I, I don't really like to uh, get on people's backs too much because realistically we all make mistakes it's, it can be a really difficult game when there's 14 people on the mm. grid and we're trying to fight for places and we unfortunately we all make mistakes um, the one in Division 1 looks very simple apparently uh, Soggy has traction control up and he accidentally put curves on uh, which really affects your traction and he just basically spun his wheels went sideways and unfortunately Collected suit with him, just one of them things. Unfortunately, by the looks of it, yeah, pure accident. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess it's what it's like. So one of the things, but obviously, you know, you said obviously the the um, the pack sort of starting to stretch out a little bit, especially at the top of Division One. Um, again, I don't think that's probably going to change going into next season. Really, I mean, again, you, you'd imagine again. Unfortunately, I'll probably get a, a worse car next season because I've done all right in the Renault. Um, I mean, Bunsey, uh, you'd argue that Soggy would be up there with him if he was never present in terms of attendance. Um, but, I mean, again, any any plans, you think, to, to, to demote Bur- um, Bunsey even further? Maybe into Williams or...? I, I mean, at this stage, I've looked at nothing. You would That's mm. absolutely the thing that would make sense. Um, you know how many complaints we get from Division 2 about how unfair their championship is. I don't think they realise that we can't win ours at all because mm. if we give Bunty the worst car he's still going to win it by a gap he's the best driver in the division you know mm. um, and there's not a lot you can do about that really um, no. maybe try equal cars if that makes any sense <laughs> oh. oh god absolutely not, not in ours mate. <laughs> Jesus Christ not in ours thank you very much Christ almighty it, it seems to make sense in division 2 apparently um, I mean it is what it is uh, don't, don't tar all division 2 with the same brush I'll tell you all the same, but is very good. He's very, very, very good. He, he's he's just too good, really. Um, but what are you going to do? He's, if someone's good at the game, they're good at the game. It's like Jake in the Premier League. What, yeah. what can you do? Yeah, yeah, ban him. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So fair play to him. He's very good. You can't do much about it. Yeah, fair dues. Right. Let's move on uh, and let's move uh, over to the championship. So um, again. Obviously, Joe and Buncey, yourself, um, you have gone up in the automatic spots. Um, and in the playoff is Bry and Welzer, I think. Have I got that right? Bry and Welzer in the playoff? 
um, which I think... Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, just looking here. Brian Welser in the playoff, which is happening tomorrow evening, so uh, we'll know who the third person is going up to the Prem uh, by 10.30 tomorrow. Um, Obviously, looking towards the bottom... Right table up. Ryan Jones and Wintz um, going down in the automatic spots, and MJG uh, went down in the playoff, uh, losing to Lost Boy. So, Joe, obviously, I'm going to come to you first, uh, having occupied mm-hmm. this division. You did finish second in the end to Buncey, um, yeah. but you have only lost one game all season, so can't yeah. grumble too much. No, absolutely. Um, I wasn't really fussed about winning the division. It's I just went to go up. That was the main thing. Um, I've got to be honest, I went into the last game of the season against Buncey and I was undefeated. And I would have liked to have gone undefeated, but I couldn't really argue with splitting my games with him. He's been the other player that's been, you know, on the same level. So, winning one game each wasn't really a massive problem. Um, I, I think Big B deserves a big shout-out. I don't think anybody really predicted him to be where he is. He's uh, <coughs> he stayed very close to me, Buncey, all season. It was only the last couple of games that we really sort of pulled away. I think he got beat twice. Uh, by Buncey quite late on which stretched the gap out so fair play to him he's, he's obviously improved massively um, and a, a commiserations to Wince as well who's gone back down to League One he went down a goal difference which is a bit brutal uh, MJG had a, a goal difference of five better than him so yeah. that's a bit of a, a brutal way to go down really isn't it yeah it always is isn't it especially on goal difference <laughs> yeah. there's not that point separation I think especially when you look at the um, the playoff as well, you'd again you'd imagine Joe that if obviously again you've played him more recently, but if Wintz goes in there again as Lost Boy, you'd maybe back him to win the the playoff as well. I mean, I don't know. It's it's difficult because Wintz can be a good player, but the, the <coughs> table never lies, does it? Yeah, a bit streaky. The table never lies. He's only got twenty three points. Lost Boy got twenty five. So. You know, would you have really? Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I think it would have been a close game, to be honest. Um, Jam, I'm going to come to you next. Obviously, the playoff is Bry and Welser. Um, who for you goes up out of those two? Well, I think that. that... I think the first thing to note is uh, sort of similar to what Joe was saying about Brian sticking with them and you know Wells has had a bit of a resurgence as well and I think we've definitely got the right playoff final or the fair playoff final when you look at the points in the division you know 46 and 44 compared to 38 and 35 Jeff and Sofa just managing to edge out Bertie in terms of the um, that fifth and sixth position but Wells and Brian are the ones that have really staked a claim for that playoff place so it'll be interesting um, Bry, I tend to play more often than Welser. Bry, I sort of play, you know, after an F1, play a few friendlies, etc. Um, again, always tough, always tough to play. And it's that thing where um, <clears throat> we talk about River, you're saying about sometimes FIFA, like this FIFA, you really struggle with defending. When you look at. Um, FIFA. <laughs> well, a lot of people have said they, they sort of struggle with defending on this FIFA, but you look at Bry, and for him, you know, last FIFA, he really struggled with his style of play because it's all about getting crosses in, heading the ball. You know, I always joke when I play his team, it's like playing Land of the Giants. You know, you've got McTominay, you've got um, Bellotti, you know, all these tall blokes that are running at you um, and they're going to get on the end of a header. And, you know, you look at the. I'd love to see similar to what I know Berger's got in the pipeline in terms of his stats blog for the season. I know Jaxi posted one. I'd love to see one on Bryce to see how many headed goals or set-piece goals he scores because I bet it would be genuinely, it would live up to that sort of stereotype because every time I play him, it seems to be a cross and headed goal. Um, but, you know, but look, fair play. You know, it's obviously got him where he is. So, um, 
touch on what Joe said for the sort of the narrative of it because he's obviously um, come up from League One last season, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I would I would like to see Bry win the yeah, division, so uh, win the win the playoff, um, and it'd just be interesting, like you say, to mix up the. Um, the the prem even more you know get get some different names in there for sure whereas wells uh, you know wells has done a bit of i think um <clears throat> funny enough obviously we'll come on to it we talked about danger mouse on the first ever pod you know i think that was in the midst of when he went from prem championship league one league one championship prem and wells seems to be doing a bit of a similar thing in terms of you know he's been in the prem recently he's been in league one he's, he sort of bounces around quite a bit yeah, I mean, that's it. I mean, I'd like to see Bry in the top, you know, and, we, and we've said, was it on the last podcast or podcast before? Because um, I think the sofa was still in the discussion as well, and it was that story mm. of going from League One all the way to the Prem. Um, so, yeah, I mean, personally, I'd like to see Bry um, do it. Um, River, obviously, you know, you'll be in this division come the next season. Uh, are there any names there that you sort of remember there that are going to be st- staying in that division? So, you know, Jeff... Uh, Sofa, Bertie, Storm, uh, Wardy, um, and then obviously a couple that are coming up from League One. Um, are there any names there that you, well, sort of remember maybe from the t- last time you were in the, in the championship um, that you think are going to do well? What, in the championship next season? You mean? Yeah, I mean, I've not worded that very, very well. Basically, um <laughs> Do you do you feel going into the championship next season, you could do well and sort of push towards that top six, top four again? Uh, not if I don't play the game. Um, I've been playing the baseball ever since it came out mid-April. I haven't played a FIFA game since the season ended. Uh, I haven't played any head-to-heads in the last like couple of head-to-head seasons, and I just don't see myself playing anything other than my league games and the. Euro games that are coming up at the moment so without the practice no I think if anything I'm more likely to go straight through it because I'm just not playing the game and it's still quite a strong division there are some good players in it as you say who've been in the Premier Division recently one of uh, Briar Welser is still going to be in that division Jeff's been up there recently of course Aaron's coming down with me as well Soggy can if he wants to it's going to be a tough division I think again next year and I think if anything I'll be nearer the bottom of it than the top of it yeah, I mean uh, that's it. I mean, obviously, you know, we sort of look ahead on the uh, when we do the preview, uh, the preview podcast. But um, there's some good names, there's some strong names in there that perhaps we always say, you know, could do well. The likes of Bertie, um, you know, Jeff. I mean, you've just mentioned Aaron's coming down, um, so I, I would have thought he'd have been a favourite to come back up. Um, it's going to be interesting, but as I said, we'll. Uh, we, yeah, it's we... like. Like we said, with the Prem next year being probably the strongest since uh, I've been on the side uh, with the names in it, uh, the fact that the Prem is going to be that strong, it gives credence then to the next level down being stronger as well because you're, you say there's potentially people coming into the Premier Division as well. And uh, if the Prem's that strong, surely the division below it should be <laughs> strong as well by... Uh, by uh, uh, by credence to the top division being strong. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. More, more, more to come on that on the on the future on the future. Can I, can I just add one uh, one other yeah. little thing? Um, when you said to me about coming on the podcast, I didn't know Joe was on it, and he <laughs> mentioned it to me like the day after. I said, "Yeah, yeah, I'll come on the podcast." Said he's going to enjoy ripping the shit out of me for getting relegated. So can I just say, 
how nice it was to see him mess up his unbeaten season at the very last hurdle. Any any response? I mean, again, just it, just to caveat that though, just just to caveat that again, if if I gave you a red pill and a blue pill, Joe, so if you take the red pill, you lose your unbeaten season, and if I give you the blue pill, Aaron gets relegated in the relegation playoff because obviously well, River was going down anyway. Which pill do you swallow? I was just going to say, I'll graciously accept that it's taken from Phil as I take my place in the Premiership while he's in the Championship. <clears throat> Touche. <laughs> Brilliant. Right, let's move on. Uh, and we're now going to move over to the golf tour. Uh, so Bertie uh, is going to take it away for this week's segment. So over to you, Bertie. <laughs> That's the sound of Andy Brill out playing golf last week with his mates Hilly and Wardy. Also playing last weekend was Gazgrass and he had the round of his life, his best ever. This saw him cut his handicap by a superb 2.6 shots. Well done Gaz. On to virtual golf now and the Plunkett Spookmakers event was in week 9. Hilly one by six shots on 13 under from Burger Boy on seven under. Week 10 saw us travel to Northern Ireland to play at Ross McCracken. Paul Laws had his best result of the season. He shot 10 under to win by six shots from Suited Recluse. Suited now has a commanding lead on both the AG Tour and the final five. It looks insurmountable with two weeks left. Issues with the tempo in the game have continued and in fact, if anything, have got worse. They've made it unenjoyable for some people to play at the pro level. So I'm now allowing anybody that wants to drop down a level to pro-am. No issue at all. We just want you to enjoy the game. This coming week 11, we travel to Switzerland to play the European Open at Lauterbrunnen. So go and enjoy that. Until next time. Thanks, guys. Uh, thank you very much for that, Bertie. Uh, right, we're going to move back to the final part of the leagues, uh, so in League One. Uh, so, obviously, uh, looking at the top of that division, Satie has gone up as the uh, as the winner uh, by quite a considerable amount, nine points. Uh, second place is Amon Raz, so Amon Raz and Satie are going up in the automatic spots. And then I believe it's Tunners uh, went up mm. through the playoff, beating Payne Wales. Uh, is it? I can't remember the score off the top of my head. Uh, but Tunners has gone up, beating Payne. Um, Jam, obviously, you know, Satie is a character in the past that, you know, especially this season. I mean, obviously this season because he's only lost one game. Um, I mean, even towards the sort of last season, middle of last season, he seemed to have this surge of performing well and really really getting into the game and uh, into FIFA and it's come to fruition for this season I mean I'm taking full credit for this because I said uh, League One was shit at the start of the season and obviously revved him up to do really well so I'm going to take my piece of this pie in terms of his uh, his promotion for sure um, but no look you know credit to him he, he's done well and like you say you don't get nine points ahead <clears throat> Um, of, of a player like Raz and, and obviously the way Tunders have been playing recently as well you know you don't do that um, 
you know, just as a fluke, you know, he, like you say, losing one game all season is, is phenomenal. So fair play to him. Um, for me, again, I think personally, I, I would look actually a little bit further down the league in terms of the, the sort of standout performer. Um, and for me, that would be Gaz. You know, I mean, Gaz has got the top scorer in the division. He's finished um, just outside the playoffs, um, you know, above people that we wouldn't maybe have thought he would in terms of Hilly, Rhino and Harry. Um, you know, Gaz is normally that sort of 11th, 10th position. So he's definitely been, in, in, again, for me, the most improved this season. Um, but like I say, absolutely, you know, massive credit to Saty. And again, like similar to if Bry gets promoted to the, the Prem, how fun is it going to be to see Saty in the championship? That's going to be brilliant. Yeah, I mean, Saty, I am looking forward to seeing um, in the championship. River. Obviously, Saty and Raz and Tunners, all of which you'll play uh, next season. Um, I thought looking at that division, I mean, maybe obviously Payne Wales, um, you know, is sort of every season is flirting around those sort of uh, top two or automatic uh, playoff spots. I mean, even Worm, I mean, I know Worm had a quite good um, a good run at one point uh, last season, wasn't it, I think? Um well, I mean, well, Worm, just quickly, I mean, Worm had a good start to this season. I would argue, to be honest, that Worm has bottled it a little bit. And again, that maybe is a bit controversial, but I think that if anybody, did any of you guys see the stream, him versus um, Tunners in the playoff semi-final? He, um, he pepped it. He was 3-0 down. Um, he changed something, I think, from a back five to back four or something like that, and ended up being 3-0 down in the first 15 to 20 minutes. So for me, I think for a player who was up there last season, like you say, in the start of this season, I think he's bottled it a little bit to be honest. Yeah, I mean, perhaps. Um, River, obviously, sort of the three that have gone up. Can there be any surprises? Um, yes. <laughs> um, Satie has dramatically improved um, since he first joined the site and was a bit a bit of a whipping boy and he's got steadily better and better and better. So that's not that much of a surprise, although you still probably wouldn't have predicted it at the start of the season. Raz isn't a surprise. Raz is a good player. He just uses shit players. He would be a lot better if he had a proper team. Um, Tunners for me is a massive surprise. I would never have put Tunners anywhere near getting promoted. Probably shouldn't say that because he'd go and take six points off me next season. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I would never. I would. And that's that's not being. Uh, oh, it's not meant to come across as disrespectful. I would just never have had him getting promoted. I would have thought uh, players such as. I mean, Rhino always bottles the playoffs, but is in the playoffs. Payne every time he's in that division tends to do pretty well. So that that was definitely a surprise for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Joe. I mean, Rib's just mentioned Rhino um, he, Rhino he has normally been around the playoff spots the last couple of seasons uh, did mm-hmm. finish 7 points off this time around um, mm-hmm. what do you want to add to League 1 in terms of maybe those sort of uh, I don't know I mean obviously the sort of top 6 for me there is not much surprise there maybe as I said with Rhino normally is toitering around um, looking at the table in general what would you uh, what's your take on it what would you add in terms of what's already been discussed. You just mentioned Rhino. I think you've got to give a lot of credit to people like him and Harry. You know, they're just useless, aren't they? But they're never going to get promoted. But they stick at it every season. And I think that's really good. Um, you know, they they, um, they keep going. And I, I just I think it's really creditable. Um, you look at Raz. 
Ross is a good player. I'm, I don't know if I'm shocked about City, really. I remember when he had Belgium in the World Cup a while ago, and he was really good with them. And I thought, you know what? There's a good player in there, fair play to him. He's put the work in, and he's, he's got himself up. I wouldn't be shocked if he really um, kicked on next season and got a playoff place in the Championship, because, like we've just said, it's so open next season. When you look at the players that have gone up and the, the people that are coming down, it's a really open division. So I wouldn't be shocked if he if he got himself a playoff place Sacy, next season. to the Prem. And well, honestly, it could be. Was it? Did he say um, when he came on Jam um, about the Prem not being the promised land or? Uh, something like something that, yeah. Those lines. Yeah, but yeah, I tell you what, I tell you what, if he's in within touching distance, he can change his tune very quickly. I bet. <laughs> yeah, everyone says that until they get there, and suddenly they want to be there. Yeah, absolutely. Richest game in football and all that to get promoted to the. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, you can the wins out of Brian Wells is going to get like a Snickers sent to him by Marcus or Joe. <laughs> That's the AG equivalent. Brilliant. Maybe maybe a lion bar if it goes to golden goal. <laughs> I don't know. Brilliant. Right, we're going to move on, and we're going to do, uh, we're going to have a bit of a throwback. So, obviously, we touched on it earlier in the podcast, um, that it's been three years since our first episode. So, um, let's talk a little bit about episode one. Um, Jam, I'm going to start with you. Um mm. Obviously, that was the pilot episode. I remember the conversations we had in a party with Marcus and... Uh, um, <laughs> you know obviously Joby at the time um, and all the ideas thrown around and then we went and recorded um, and it obviously de- uh, debuted on Mixler um, obviously we've listened back over the last couple of days to uh, to that first episode and it's been really really good I think to see the progression from where we were and um, you know in terms of the content and the way that the podcast was in terms of the fluidity to where we are now um, for me it's been a big 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 change yeah i think again uh, without trying to sort of toot your own horn i guess and and mine as well i think we deserve a little bit of credit i think it's again we've really grown it to be um a good part of the site and and a good feature that for me is something we can definitely big ourselves up on in terms of in terms of ag you know when to prospective members and um you know we've all got especially burger and suiting all them you know and and yourself phil when you've got your vfl mates saying oh you know why don't you come join a fifa league over here you know right we've got leagues we've got tournaments we've got other gaming events we've got a podcast you know these are things that are just extra strings to the ag bow so for me it's definitely a big plus and and like you say it's incredibly smoother now compared to, to how it was um for me, I think um, again you, you talk about the you know when we listen back to episode one, I think um, it's the, for me that one of the best things we've done in terms of the best decisions we made it was to actually get guests on. I think as much as I love the sound, as I love the sound of my own voice, I'm sure everybody else does obviously <laughs> as well. Um, not having just me, you and Joby would have got incredibly monotonous quite quickly. Um, so I think uh, getting getting guests on was was a, a massive massive improvement. And again, you know, we wouldn't be where we are now with, for example, you know, big shout out to River. Uh, not just because he's on the podcast, but you know the amount of times River stepped in for me, or you know Joby obviously in the early stages while Joby sort of wound down his involvement in the podcast. You know River was very much you know I said to you in terms of guests I, I wanted River on this podcast because he's very much the fourth man in terms of the podcast. You know a lot um, a lot can be owed to, to yourself River for for, for stepping in. Um, and you know, definitely being, I'd probably say in terms of numbers, you probably have maybe done more now than Joby. I would say as well. Um, 
so yeah, I mean, yeah, big th- big thank you to River for that as well, and of course yourself, Ash, for pushing the buttons. Yeah, I mean, it's just I mean, just listening to some of the content and some of the names are obviously you know they're still around today, um, and some of the ones that have now sort of moved on, like Danger Mouse and uh, a few others. I mean, I-, I will just mention because he'll be uh, he'll be happy if I if I do mention this, but at the time of the first podcast, uh, me and Aaron were the top two um, of the division. Me and Aaron yeah. were first and second. Uh, I, I remember I was uh, I had Adibayor, uh, the monster Adibayor, <laughs> always used to score for me. Um, and then Aaron was doing well at the time as well. Difficult to think that was three for eighteen. We've got to go back a couple of years until Aaron was decent, um, <laughs> as, as this season clearly shows. Um, but yeah, it, it's been good. Um, River, I don't know if there's anything. Um, what do you want to add in terms of uh, in terms of the first episode? Well, yeah. Well, say thanks to Jam for being being quite nice about me there. Much better than it, Joe. Yeah, it won't happen <laughs> very often, mate. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, it was um, it was good to listen to it because I'd not heard it. I wasn't on the site at the time of the first podcast, and say uh, Ash sent it over so we could have a listen to it. Um, and I I totally agree that it's a incredible asset to the site when you. Say it's not just a FIFA site. There's so much more to it. And the podcast, ever since I've joined the site, I've listened to it. If I'm not on it, obviously I listen to it. And I say uh, more than happy to have stepped in um, any time needed because I'm a sad bastard. Don't have anything else to do, so I can pop on at the last minute. It's not 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 really a problem. But um, yeah, I think the way it's developed as well, and you can tell from um the, the way it runs now it is so much more polished you two have obviously got far more experience with it done far more it it runs smoothly and it, it it's a great addition um the other two things i did notice from the original podcast rhino was still shit and socky was still boring and defensive so not a lot changes well w- one of the things on that i mean again you say about what's new i mean yeah aaron and ash were top of the league which obviously is you know that's been flipped on its head now but um i think we, we mentioned that uh, soggy had upset aaron in the cup which obviously i think happened this season as well i believe or at least in the league so fair uh, fair play to, to soggy even back then still getting decent results yeah <laughs> yeah um joe what, what would you like to add um the biggest thing that stuck out to me, Ash, was thank God you got a new mic. Because <laughs> yeah. on yeah, that first a... one, it literally sounded like you recorded it on a potato. It was horrendous. <laughs> yeah, um, it, was, it was my laptop mic. It was just a mic frame yeah. that was built into my laptop. Um, it was so echoey in that. Like, it, that was the one thing that really stuck out to me when I listened to it. Uh, another thing I had down was what you've already mentioned, the fact that Soggy was, of course, still um, getting himself in the bother with... Uh, his formations and all sorts, as usual. It is quite funny. Some things just never change. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Superb. It, it's, it's been fantastic. Um, and, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what the next 65 episodes bring. Um, I mean, one, 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 thing, one, one last thing on that as well. Again, you think about, you know, we concentrated pretty much solely on the leagues as well. You think now we're, a, we're very much a, a four-game, you know, yeah, there's other games, but a four-game site in terms of COD, Golf, F1 and FIFA. You know, and I, I appreciate the bulk of our um, our content on the podcast comes from FIFA because why wouldn't it? You know, that's the, the game that most of the players play, and it's what brought pretty much everybody to the site. But you know, um, we have uh, you'll know off the top of your head probably better than me, Joe. But at least what maybe twenty active members a week on F1, 
um, you know, week in, uh, week out. Yeah, I know. Yeah, about, about, more, about uh, yeah. So you know, you know, sort of in you know uh, twenty twenty five of those. In terms of golf, again, I, I don't play the golf anymore myself, but I know there's definitely double figures or more that play that. Um, and obviously, when the cod league comes around, that's always got good exposure as well. So we are very much advertising as a, a multi game site, and I think that's that's brilliant. Yeah, I mean. Uh that's it and it's a it's a big credit to everyone that gets involved with uh, all the games because they make it what it is um, right we're going to move on and we're going to move to the final part of the podcast today and Joe's going to lead on this part because he's going to reveal the teams for the Euros tournament so Joe hold on hold on let me just get my France flag one second let me just drape it over my shoulders ready one minute alright I've got it right, go on Joe, <laughs> Joe I'm ready Joe take it away <laughs> I, I, I don't know do you want to take a bit each? I mean, I don't know if you want me to read 38 teams out uh, Yeah, I mean, we can do. Yeah. Well, should we, what, are we, how are we going to do it then? We're going to go one each? Uh, go, go down on the list or what? It's a, I don't know. Do you want to do groups? Or I just think if I read 38 out, it's going to sound really have you, monotonous. Have you, got, have you got the groups? No, not the, no I haven't done the group draw yet. I've just got the Oh, the sorry. I thought you said teams. groups. Right. Oh, well, okay. no. I mean, do you want to do groups? Do you want to do like five at a time or something? All right. Go on. You do five first then. Well, I'm going to start from the top. I'm going to start from the, the best teams. So, from the top, we've got Andy Brill, who's Germany. We've got Wiss Fox, who's France. We've got Diadex, who's Spain. Rhino, is England. And we've got Hilliers, Belgium. Well, I mean, you know, straight away from there, um, again, I guess we probably should discuss these five first and then move on, if everyone's happy yeah, to do yeah, that. That's, that's yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, again, makes absolute sense that Andy Brill gets Germany. Um, I mean, you know, they make Mercedes, I think, don't they? Um, so, I mean, that, that, was, that was obviously by, by design. Um, I'm surprised that everybody hasn't got Germany, you know, equal, you know, or, or everybody hasn't got Bulgaria. Equal yeah. yeah. I was just about to say that. Why haven't we got equal teams? Um, uh, anyway, anyway, I mean, look, you know, Andy Brill. Yeah, again, he had seen. He's for me. He showed signs of um, of improvement. Um, again, could be could be dangerous. I think he had France last time we did this, I believe. Um, so fair play. Uh, Wiz Fox again, not bad. Diadex Spain, and for me, you know, Rhino and Hilly. I mean, Hilly is the the, the standout there. I don't know what you guys think, um, but Hilly is the standout because he, for me, underperformed this season in League One. Didn't, yeah, didn't, I think so. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't do anywhere near as as, as well as I thought he would do. Um, but he's got the potential to do better, and he's got a very very good team in in Belgium. So for me, I mean, I've already written down Hilly is. I've got three dark horses for the tournament. Um, I've got a stable of dark horses, um, and Hilly as Belgium is one of my dark horses. Um, I don't know what you think on that um, river. Uh, yeah, the uh, same thoughts really of those five. The one who's got any sort of history of being semi-decent is Hilly and <laughs> Belgium being a very good side. So yeah, if you said to me which one of those five is likely to go furthest with those sides, I would also go with Hilly. Mm. Ash, do you concur? Yep, I would agree. I think Hilly's a bit of an underdog uh, with that team and it's going to be interesting to see if he can utilise them well. Um, but yeah, I, I fully agree with um, with with the sentiment. Um, uh, who wants to read the next five? Um, you, yeah, you, you you go for it. Ash. Go yeah. On. Okay. Right. So Gazgrass will also be Belgium. Uh, Worm will have Italy. Payne Wales will have the Netherlands. Tunners will have Portugal, and Saiti will have Austria. Um, 
So again, uh, Gaz and Belgium could be an interesting one. Um, I think similar to Hilly, if they utilise it well. I mean, even Worm, Italy. I mean, oh, I don't know. Italy, uh, do Italy have the same sort of calibre of players they have done in the last couple of FIFAs? I'm not too sure. Um, so that could yeah, be... I think, uh, from a look at the squad, they're very good at Italy. They've got some real standout players in Insigne and you know, Donnarumma and people like that. They've, they've got a really high... High-rated first eleven. Yeah, I think um, I, I think Italy have got a really really good squad. I mean, for me, um, my other two dark horses because I said I had three actually come from this group. Um, so Payne is the Netherlands. He's the only person to have the Netherlands. I actually think he'll do really well with those. I think they've actually got a really really underrated team. Um, they've they've very much got for me a FIFA team. You know, Promes, Depay. Um, Ake, you know, fast centre backs, Delict, they've, they've, you know, Delict and bloody um, Van Dyke for Christ's oh, sake, yeah, you know. The, the back line's unreal. I mean, I, Jesus I, Christ, I you know. Them, I gave them the lost boy when we did a, um, a mini Euros last week, and you, you couldn't play against him. It was just, mm. it was impossible. Van Dyke's yeah. just out of this world. For me, for me, actually, Payne, um, you know, thinking about it, actually, Payne isn't my dark horse. Payne's, Payne's one of my favourites for the competition, actually, um, purely because I think he's he's a tidy player and he's and he's got one of the best teams. Um, and again, you look at you know someone who's just got divi- uh, got promoted from um, the first division is uh, Tunas, you know, Portugal, Cristiano Ronaldo, you know, João Cancelo, Bernardo Silva, etc. The list goes on. Um, again, for me, another really, really strong. Um, Strong team there. Yeah, possibly a dark horse as well. Um, Portugal, Tanners. What do you think, River? Yeah, when we did this before, I don't know if it was the Euros, I think it was the World Cup. Yeah, it was the World Cup, wasn't it? Because yeah, I had Paraguay. Um, Ronaldo made Harry look decent. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> you've got every chance if you've got Ronaldo in your team, haven't you? Um, yeah, I agree with the centre. I mean, Italy are going to be damn hard to score against. Uh, Payne with the Netherlands are going to be good. Um, so, yeah, it, it's always an interesting concept, this, isn't it? Because they're cracking teams with players we think aren't uh, 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 really not that terrible a player. So mm. we had that before in the World Cup. And as I think Joe referenced earlier, when Satie did uh, pretty well with Belgium, it'd be interesting to see how, see how it all plays out. There's some players in there who are pretty decent players with very good sides. I think um, I think uh, I don't know what you think, Joe, but Saiti having Austria, I think that's that's an interesting one because uh, Austria are sort of I don't know they're sort of that that team that they've got some good players, you know, Alaba, um, etc. You know, Lima, that sort of thing. You know, Lima, you know, he was his record signing. He signed him off me, and he's in that team, so he'll be made up with that. Um, but they're sort of one of them teams actually when you look at it you know the drop off from Portugal to Austria that is that sort of their next echelon of teams isn't it yeah I mean you've basically the nail on the head you've, you've got like eight really good teams mm. from Germany sort of down in Netherlands and then once you get past that there is a little bit of a drop off but the fact that Saty won the, the league by such a large uh, point thing sort of indicates that he should he should be up in that group if that makes sense yeah. I should also point out as well, just for anyone that, that doesn't realise, because we have 38, I think it's 37 people sign up, and there's only 28 European teams on the game, obviously people had to double up. So when you hear someone, or two people have got the same team, that's why, because there wasn't enough to have unique ones. So that yeah. sort of came into the equation as well, where it was about finding the right places to have people double up on the teams, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, makes sense. And that obviously brings us on to our next five, so I'll read those out. So uh, also doubling up with Austria is uh, Rai Jones. We've then got Wintz with Switzerland. We've got MJG with Denmark. Blakey with Switzerland. And we've got Lost Boy with Czech Republic. So, I mean, in, in that one there, I mean, for me, the standout and actually a team I think potentially he could struggle with would be Wince because Wince is normally all about the pace and all about the quick counter-attack. Um, you know, he's got Mbolo, but he's not as quick as he used to be on FIFA. Um, and I think maybe that could be a, a difficult team for him to get to grips with. What do you think, River? Um, I can't see anybody in that group uh, doing particularly brilliantly, to be perfectly honest. I say, well, as we just said, we've run out of the really good sides. Um, I don't know anything about Blakey. That's the only thing I'll say there. Lost Boy, when I've played him, has been pretty damn good defensively. And the Czech Republic, are, I don't think, are a bad side. So if you ask me for one out of that group, I would probably pick Lost Boy. Fair enough. Ash, what do you think about those five? Yeah, I mean, Switzerland have got some um, uh, some interesting players. I think it depends how you utilise them. Um, I mean, Czech Republic is an interesting one. I mean, are they good defence uh, defensively? I'm not too sure. Um, I mean, Rai Jones, Austria. Um, could do could do well again. Could do yeah. well. With them. I would I would potentially say Saiti will do better with them, just in terms of form and, and playing the game. I don't think any of them are going to make um, a big big impact this uh, in this tournament. Let's let's say that. Yeah. I think um, we'd uh, sorry. I was going to say I think we'd ride right. You're right, right off at your peril. I don't know if you remember last time when Ride got Norway and he absolutely blitzed the group. If you remember, I remember right. that really well because. Uh, yeah, feel- so do I. Phil he got me sacked, didn't he? He had he had Ryan Jones. Was it like seventy-two, I think, to win the group? And we did a we did a mini tournament, didn't we? Before oh, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, Ryan was yeah. everyone, everybody backed him, didn't they? It cost a cost a <laughs> fortune in the bookies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was absolutely ridiculous because I went through all those odds with Joe, and we were looking at it, and we were going, yeah, Ryan with that, yeah, that that won't be anything. There's better players than him in there. That's fine. And I say we put the odds up. He did that silly uh, tournament on a night Roy went mental with them and did really well with them so yeah, yeah that's fair point. <laughs> we'll see what Plunkett comes up with see if he's learnt, uh, learnt my lesson I mean yeah it's, it's important to let people know I guess at this stage so um, you know we, we've obviously been in discussion um, so we could talk about these teams um, mm-hmm. you know within the sort of the, the minutes and, and hours leading up to the podcast um, Plunkett is also involved in that conversation so he will be getting these teams and and so sort of very much, um, you know, trying to, to create some odds so we can get this rolling as quick as we can in time for the tournament start. Um, River, the next six are in three pairs. So do you want to read off the next six, please? Yeah, I was, I was going to say I've got some doubles here. <clears throat> so we've got both Storm and Bertie with Poland, Sofa and Jeff with Russia, and Welser and Big B with Sweden. I mean, there's two, again, there's two that stand out there for me, and that's Bertie with Poland, because he actually played me with them in a friendly the other night. We were trying out a few European teams, and I was trying to guess who I might get and who he might get, and, and funnily enough, I got, I was using the one I got, um, and Bertie was using the one, um, he was using Poland, um, and he absolutely smashed me about 5-1. 
which uh, with with Lewandowski, which obviously is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, so you know, Storm and Bertie, I imagine, will be very happy with that news. Um, and the other one that sort of frightens the life out of me, and I hope he's not Probably in my group. Three, it? Absolutely, yeah, Swedish, with a fucking yeah. massive Swedish player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I Jesus think we were Christ. all thinking the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> they're all about seven foot two, chopping down trees before <laughs> yeah, they get into the uh, before yeah. they get into the pitch. Um, but no, again, for me, they're the, they're the two standouts for me. You know, Jeff, Sophie, you never know what they're going to do with Russia. But, you know, uh, Big B with Sweden, I think that suits him down to the ground. Looking at the teams he could have had, um, maybe he'd have preferred Scotland, obviously, allegiances. But Sweden will be, his, um, will be a definite win for him. And I reckon Bertie will do quite well with, with Poland. Um, do, you, do you agree, Ash? Yeah, I mean, obviously, Bertie with Poland it is a scary... Uh, is a scary thought, especially Briar with Sweden. So, yeah, I, I fully agree with everything you've just said there um, in, in terms of the ones to watch. Cool. And, um, again, obviously, River, you read them off, but any any comments? Um, nothing that hasn't been said already. Yeah. And, they, again, I think that, 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 that six kind of speaks for itself, doesn't it, very much? Yeah, they, they, were, they were really easy picks because if you look at that sort of group of six, they're all very evenly matched in the championship. And the three teams again are very evenly matched, so it actually worked out really well in that sort of part of the, that sort of part of it. You know, very evenly matched all around. Right, uh, Joe, do you want to reel yep. off the next? Um, I think it's five or six from you Absolutely. down to um, to Plunkett, please. Absolutely. So we again going down. So I've got Turkey. We've got Soggy Cabbages, who was obviously relegated from the Premier of Scotland. We've got Riverman as Norway, who I know is quite excited about having Harland. Uh, we've got Aaron is Greece and we've got one of the new guys Ben AJ Cooper who's Romania brilliant and um, yeah so I mean again for me like you just said standout one there would be um, would be yourself River I mean you've got to be chuffed with that uh, well I can't complain when, when I saw the sides earlier as you say we obviously got them sent through to us a bit earlier on my first thought was Harland is Norwegian isn't he yeah I'm sure I'm, I'm sure he is Am I doubting myself? Has Joe just given me Harland? No, he can't be Norwegian <laughs> I mean, then. Hold on a minute, is he? <laughs> oh, yes, he is, right. I don't know anything about the rest of the side. I haven't looked at it, but frankly, I don't care. <laughs> well, I mean, you've got... I would say you're a one-man team, but, I mean, you've got um, you've got a few good players in Norway. You've got um, Josh King, I think he's Norwegian. You've got uh, oh, Martin, Martin, yeah. Martin, Martin Odegaard at Arsenal. You know, so you've got a, you've got a few decent players actually. To be fair, yeah. So I, I I probably should actually have a look at the side, shouldn't I? But at some yeah, point that would be good. Yeah. <laughs> when, when I realised that Harlem was Norwegian, I thought it doesn't really matter what the rest of the side is because <laughs> I'll probably I'll probably score a load, concede a load, just like I do whenever I play FIFA. It's it's going to be that situation, isn't it? That meme where it's like Plan A pass to Harland, Harland score. Plan B if, <laughs> if Plan A doesn't work, <laughs> repeat Plan A until it works. Yeah, keep going round and pretty round. Pretty much, round. yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, he's, he's the new Traore for the Euros. <laughs> uh, Joe, you, yourself, obviously Turkey. I mean, I said to uh, someone, if it, out of the, that, the teams I could have had, I was trying yeah. to ga- gauge where I was going to be. And for me, Turkey were the one where I was like, that's probably the limit I could expect to get realistically um, in terms of league positioning. Obviously, end up being a little bit out, but um, they were the ones that if I got them, I'd be very, very happy. They've got a very yeah. balanced, balanced team, good defence, you know, sort I don't of know quite a lot a... about them, to be honest. Yeah, I, I know they've got Yilmaz up front and um, a guy that I had in one of the old leagues we had, um, Hakan Kalinoglu, who's yep. a really good camp. But apart from that, I, I don't know an awful lot about them, really. 
Well, you've got obviously um, the Liverpool sensation Ozan Kabak at centre back. Yeah, you've got so enjoy Demerol, obviously your league um, oh, your yeah, league yeah, centre back. Yeah. He's my own player. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you've got you know you've got a good goalkeeper. I see you know I think again you'll do you'll do all right with them. I think Turkey's a good well-rounded team well you've got two good keepers you've got the lad who actually plays for him in real life who's been playing in the Euros at the moment um, I can't remember his name but he's, he's quite good um, and then you've got um, the keeper Worms got in the league Altai Balandea or something like that um, again you know stays with feet trait very tall he's, he's a good good goalkeeper um, yeah well, yeah. Hey, look, like, like, like sort of, have, have a look at your team, for Christ's sake. You know, get familiar. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I'm, just, I'm just having a look at mine now, and it looks like my second centre back is going to be at the most seventy rated. So I'm just scouring the full backs to see if I can do a suited yeah, and stick one of them at centre back. <laughs> but they don't appear to have much in the way of full back either. So it's yeah, it's going to be goals like at either end. Team, to be fair, isn't it? You're just just going to have a good attack and a shit defence. <laughs> Pretty much, um, it, it looks like it. Yes. I mean, you know, again, just to sort of whistle quickly through them other ones. Again, we don't know what to expect from Ben AJ Cooper, so so we'll, we'll sort of we'll wait and wait on him and see what happens. Um, Soggy cabbages of Scotland dash. Interesting pick there. Yep. Um, again, I don't think it's uh, it's one that's really going to stand out. I don't think there's going to be he's going to get much of it. I mean, they've got some good players, but do they, are they going to suit the way he plays? I don't know. For me, the favourite out of those uh, ones we've just spoken about is River. Mm. Interesting. Um, and again, Aaron, I think Aaron might be disappointed with Greece. I'll be honest. I think um, I think Greece they've got some nice players, but not they're not the, the sort of fanciest team to get, are they really? Um, which is uh, which okay, I'm sure he'll be thrilled about. Um, Ash, do you want to round off the next five, please? Yep. From so, yep. So, Plunkett will be uh, Romania. Uh, myself and y- you will be Slovenia. <laughs> Who's you? Me. Me. You. Me. You. Jam and Ash are both Slovenia. You're meant to be. You're meant to be a veteran now, mate. Six six episodes in, you can't just go saying you like you're pointing you, at someone me, over the radio. Me. You. Jam and Ash will be Slovenia. Uh, Paul Lowe's will be Wales, and Brian will be Ireland. Um, so, well, you, you were saying before the podcast, Jam, uh, you're going to get your people involved over that pick. Oh, Jesus Christ, I'm not being funny. Like, I'm on to Red Rhino's lawyers right now asking them about the uh, Eagle Car guys, see if they can do anything about Slovenia, because... I mean, have you seen this Slovenian team? In all fairness, I'm whinging. We've got two. We've got three really good players. The only problem is two of them are fucking centre. Uh, two of them are goalkeepers for Christ's sake. Goalkeepers, yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah. literally was looking at can I play Handanovic anywhere else on the pitch? Is he good enough <laughs> yeah. to maybe play centre back? Because he's, he's tall. You know, I genuinely was looking at that. Maybe I'll throw I'm... him on David James style in the 90th minute to see if he can score a header at the, at the uh, front post. Are we going to have to use the uh, the squads that are the ones at the moment, or will we be able to move players from the national pool? Uh, national pool is fine. Okay. Yeah. They're, I, don't, I, you, I don't know who is in the Slovenian national pool. Yeah. There, are, there, <laughs> there, are there, there are a few good ones, but that being said, like, like I was saying earlier on, I played uh, Bertie in a, a pre, uh, pre-tournament friendly, if you want to call it that, with potential teams we might get, and we just happened to get these two teams. Um, and again, he absolutely demolished me. So <laughs> I've not uh, you know... Um, Ob Black in goal might not have even he might not have even been there. What was the point? It was uh, against Lewandowski. It was useless. So it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting for sure. But um, I mean, Slovenia. When you consider that Paul Lowe's, who uh, finished above me and you, 
got um, Gareth Bale, Aaron Ramsey, um, you know, Kiefer Moore, etc., etc. I mean, I'm very disappointed with that. I'm very disappointed. Um, but let's see. Let's see what happens. Paul Lowe's is definitely the pick, I would say. I don't know what you guys think. He's 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 yeah. the pick out of that bunch that potentially could do well because of what I've just said there. You know, he's got some good good players for sure. Yep, I'd agree with that. Um, right, Joe, do you want to take us from Sean um, all the way to Jaxie, please? Uh, yes, so we've got Sean, who's Ireland. We've got Suited Recluse, who's Hungary. We've got Mark, who's Finland. Obviously, we're getting down into the real sort of dregs of the teams here. We've got another new guy, Sweater Bananas, who's Northern Ireland. Burger Boy, who's Iceland. And Jaxie, unfortunately for him, who's going to be Bulgaria. Well, I mean... <sighs> For me, you, again, you, you write off, like we talked about, write off Jake's eat your peril because even with Bulgaria, you just never know, yeah. do you? Um, same with Berger with Iceland. Um, you know, again, some uh, some players in there, I imagine he'll be able to use to his advantage. The good thing about those two is they're not exactly dripping with pace. That's the good thing. Um, we might be all right there. Um, Sweaty, like you say, it's going to be a tough one because we don't really know too much about him. Obviously, head-to-heads, he's, he's performed well, but there with you know he was using your team at one point and then maybe rhinos he was always using quite good squads mm-hmm. uh mark will be very happy with finland because he gets um uh, timu puki obviously uh, oh, yeah. the the norwich striker so he'll be quite happy with that um suited i mean pff, for me hungary have got one or two good players max you know sabosloy and um there's a, another striker i can never remember his bloody name uh so again i don't think he'll be too upset in terms of the teams he could have got. But for me, again, the, the pick of that bunch would be the first one you said. It'd be Sean. Sean getting Ireland. You know, Ireland haven't got a terrible team. Um, certainly better than the other teams we've mentioned there. And Sean's quite a tasty player, so he might do all right. Um, I mean, River, your your thoughts on those six? Yeah, um, as you say, it's hard to write off any of those guys, isn't it? Because... Um, you look at them and say Bulgaria and Iceland, well, they're crap. But uh, Berger certainly has had a history of doing well with crap sides. Who was it he had in the World Cup? It was someone terrible. Was it New Zealand or someone? Yeah. yeah. Not sure. Uh, New Zealand or India, somebody. Yeah. yeah, and he did really well with them. Um, Jaycee's had... I mean, his league side has got a few low-rated players in it, hasn't it? And he, he's just deadly going forward the question would be can he keep them out at the other end with a poor side um i agree with you the pick of the bunch for me there is sean with ireland what do you think ash yeah i mean i would agree uh i think sean will do well with ireland suited if he can get those you know i mean uh, Obviously, Sabozloy and uh, as you mentioned about the other player, if he can get those uh, those players to um, you know to work to his strengths, then maybe he could do well. I mean, Berger and Jaxi, I know they've got the two weakest uh, teams, but for me, it makes absolutely no difference at all because they are capable of uh, well, to be quite blunt with you, they're capable of winning the whole thing with whoever they've got. Um, so I don't think you can write off Berger or Jaxi. Uh, but uh, for me, yeah, out of those six, the, the pick would be Sean with Ireland. Hmm. How many fullbacks do Hungary have? Uh, not not any good ones of note. That could be the one thing that maybe trips him up, I guess, to be fair. Because, um, like you say, we all know he does like to play fullbacks at, uh, at centre-back, doesn't he? 
So maybe, we'll see. Maybe. But yeah, so there there are your team reveals. Um, so uh, obviously it's going to cause a lot of discussion. I've no doubt about that, and uh, I'm looking forward to um, uh, getting all this thing, getting all this started. Um, right, and that is going to conclude today's episode. So. Um, thank you very much uh, for listening and uh, or joining us on this special episode. Um, so we will say our farewells. Uh, River, thank you for coming on, um, as always. Yeah, pleasure as always. And just want to say uh, congratulations to you two in particular for um, going through the full three years and doing all the, uh, the, the technical side of things. Obviously, the, you know, sometimes you struggle to get people to come on as guests uh, if you two didn't do it the podcast wouldn't be anything like it is so uh congratulations to you both and here's so many more yeah thank, thank you very much thank you joe yeah absolutely um just echo what phil said congratulations on your uh, three years and hopefully it carries on for long yeah yeah thank you very much everybody thanks for listening uh, today as always and thanks for listening for the past three years here's to the next three years yeah, I mean, uh, we say this all the time, you know, thank you very much. And thank you to every guest who's always come on. Um, you know, it, without you, uh, as we said earlier, it is boring. Uh, it'd be boring listening to me and Jam talking every single week. Um, so, you know, guests adds another dimension. And also just a big thank you as well to Marcus for giving us the platform to be able to do it. Um, you know, I think the podcast is one of the biggest features on the site and uh you know lots of people enjoy listening to it or the, at least the feedback we have had um and i mean well we're worldwide we're listened to worldwide so we must <laughs> be doing something right um so again thank you very much to everyone who has ever been involved with the podcast in some shape or form right cheers for listening all and goodbye <laughs>